And how long are we going? It's up to you guys. 30, 45 minutes, up to you. Um, okay. Hola, amigos, and welcome back. It is uh, Willie's View Podcast, Season 9, and Creative Inc., Willie and Cassie Podcast, Season 2. And we have a very special guest this morning. Welcome, Gabriel Salazar. Uh, Gabe Salazar. Uh, oh, Gabe, I'm sorry. It popped up as Gabriel, but... <laughs> okay, no, no. We live and learn. It's all right. Yeah, because I always got it. It's short as Gabriel. I'm like, I wasn't sure if it was Gabriel or Gabe, but I'm glad you mentioned that. So that's good. And we yeah, got Cassie with us. calls me Gabriel, they knew me when I was three years old. <laughs> oh, that's I know. My nickname's Billy, and I'm Willie, so I know where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Cassie in the house. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning. How are you, Gabe? Very well, Cassie. Yeah, this is kind of a chance meeting, uh, so this is, uh, uh, thank you very much for taking your time. You're welcome. Glad to be on. Yes, you're going to laugh. I literally was inspired by you because my daughter could not stop raving about you doing a, uh, your motivational speech over there at her high school. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, and I was like so excited. I'm like, then she knows me being podcast. She's like, Dad, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) I'm like, you know, Jenna, I'm going to do it because he's a motivational speaker and, you know, he'd make a great guest. She's like, fine. And then she gave me information about the Instagram. Yeah. But, you know, typical teenagers, they don't want to be embarrassed. But I was like, I had to get you on here because... I was very impressed by her because she could literally, by verbatim, this is how smart she, I appreciate my daughter because she's just like, well, he said this and this and this and pinpoint this. And I'm like, I'm very impressed. This is what these young kids need because there's yeah. just so much, I hate to say it, man, but there's just so much crap out there that they get so distracted. Well, it's selective, selective memory. Mm-hmm. And that's why, I, you know, a lot of my strategies of, of, motivating and inspiring teens is you know it, it's uh anecdotal it's informative it's storytelling yes and i'm not that speaker that's going to go up there with 45 slides about you know bully prevention or graduation readiness you know a part of it is just my story and and i think that part they resonate with and we realized the power of storytelling through covid uh, what, what was everybody just gravitating towards storytelling, whether through social media or or through streaming? And we were just we now we're taught and kind of formulated, programmed to to receive information like that. That's that's wonderful. And the thing is, it's um it's a form of communication, which which I like, you know. And you're telling a story, but you you're getting people. Well, is it only teenagers that you are? Yeah, I, I do parents as well, uh, mm-hmm. like parent programs, or I do what they call staff development, which is if, if, if uh, you're an expert with, with uh, teenagers, like, for example, teachers or principals or counselors. So I do conferences, but everything's all based around, you know, the teenage life. And mostly because that's when I had, like, a brain reprogramming. And I think that's really what we're looking forward to with every kid that we're in front of, whether they're in a classroom or it's from a stage or from a mentor relationship. I think everybody kind of has a place where they come to their senses or they have a, a brain reset where they say, you know what, I've been doing this my way, the hard-headed way, and now I'm, I'm kind of allowing myself to be teachable and say, okay, show me your way. Show me this other perspective and, 
and then you know things will click mm-hmm. and then they'll start to say you're right you know the gang life is not the right way even though that, that's what i was taught you know the street rules or um or, or you know this abusive perspective that I, I was brought up with that's not the right way even though that's all i've known from parenting from seeing my parents or or from a lack of parenting from abandonment or, or whatever the struggle would be, somebody can come to a place and say, you know what, you're right, there's a better way to live. And, and so, you know, a lot of, a lot of my story of my, my upbringing, my life kind of helps me to have that platform to share those stories and, and encourage kids to, to kind of see um, another uh, person's story and apply it if, if anything's applicable to their life. Well, you're doing a, a wonderful job, and I mean, uh, I feel sorry for, I'm, eight, I'm going to be 80 next year, and I, I see on social media and what's going on, and I feel so bad for these young these young kids. They're so impressionable. Uh, I love social media because I'm on it, but it really is not, um, it's opened up so many, the Pandora's box for young children. Yeah, there's beautiful things to... Um, to social media, and then there's some dangerous things. Yeah. And so what I tell parents all the time is, yes, you give your kid access to the world's information, and uh, but then the world also has access to your child. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that is a dangerous. That is a dangerous thing. Absolutely. So yeah. if you don't know the pitfalls, then you know your kid can fall into something really really scary whether it's through um you know where somebody's posing to be a friend or peer and they're actually not and they have all bad intentions yes or whether it's it's uh it's just stuff that maybe their brain is and and their hearts are not ready for well they're very impressionable uh, a young mind and it's uh, it's it's scary today peer pressure yeah it's scary out there Are you here in location um, for uh, New Braunfels as well, or are you? Do you live different location, um, Gabe? I have a home in Tahiti, uh, a home okay. in St. Thomas. I'm just kidding. In my in my mind, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas. Nice. Uh, okay. And then uh, my mom and uh, and and my uh, step up dad. I call him my step up dad. Moved to, to Houston. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then. Uh, then we moved. Um, you know, I would come back and forth from Houston, San Antonio, a lot, uh-huh. and then moved back to San Antonio. And then I graduated there at East Central High School in San Antonio, and uh, got got married, started my family there, and then we moved to Los Angeles, Family Six, nice in two thousand and nine. And then in two thousand and uh, in twenty sixteen, we moved back to San Antonio for just a minute. And then I I, uh, I decided I wanted to live where there's a really big airport, and that's DFW. So I live in, in Dallas now. Nice, uh-huh. nice. You got you went for an upgrade there. I like that. Um, I don't. I would not call that an upgrade. Um, <laughs> no. It's, it's a different kind of life. I am Tejano to and through, and uh, so I'm I'm a mission descendant from San Antonio. And I will retire back in San Antonio. I will go. I will go back there eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, it's just the amount of traveling that I'm doing. Like, when I spoke at your daughter's school, 
that was my 29th school assembly just for this start of the school year. Wow. Going and going and going. And so to be able to get to Chicago in three hours or get to L.A. or Atlanta or Miami from DFW, it's it's golden. It's so, so uh, convenient and cost-effective, too, so I don't have to take the multiple flights and and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but... I love South Texas. I am, and my wife is too, we're, we're South Texans. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, yeah. there's some people that may be listening that just kind of think of the U.S. or think of Texas as one whole. I mean, it's it's regions. I am, I'm kind of like the, the Texan that doesn't even think of Texas as the South. You know, some people always say, yeah. are you from the South? No, I'm, Texas is its own thing. And so I, 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 um, I really, a lot of my upbringing, you know, I don't really have, like, a connection to, like, the South, as people would think yeah. of it as, like, the Georgia, Louisiana, mm-hmm. Alabama style. Um, I'm, I'm, people always ask me when I'm on stage, they're like, uh, in Q&A, they're like, hey, so what ethnicity are you? Because I, lo- I look, I mean, I had people walk up to speak the, the, the uh, I mean, languages that, I, like, Hindi, or, or they'll speak, uh, other languages, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I, look, I look like a lot of different things. Italian, sometimes they look Italian or Egyptian, mm-hmm. kind of deep set eyes. But I'm, I'm, I'm uh, indigenous Texan. My family is from the missions. Uh, but I do have a joke where I say, um, I'm from a place, because I think, uh, I think, you know, I'm also. Uh, Mexican, and I say it in this perspective because they say, "Are you Mexican?" Say, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they'll go, "Well, here's the question: How Mexican are you?" Right? <laughs> and then I say, "Well, I'm from a place in Mexico. It's not there anymore." Oh, <laughs> yes. It's called Texas. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Yes, it's fist bump. Yes, Hispanic Latino también. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's kind of my upbringing, and a lot of my storytelling. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say. Spanish words, or I'll, you know, when I'm, you know, mijo, mija. Oh, yes, you know, yes. I, I do a lot of that that's very, like, cariñoso, like, very heartfelt. Yes. And, uh, and, and sensitive to, you know, to our cultura. And, and, um, and so we're in Hispanic Heritage Month, and so all of that's kind of fun for me to... Yes, to it feels good. It feels good to have that. I like that everybody has their cultures every, you know, for every month, and I appreciate that so truly because, oh my gosh, you know how it is, man. It's just with the after everything we've gone through with the pandemic, it's good to be back somehow, slowly back on track to where we were and where who we are, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I think people are. Uh, I mean, we're 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 not designed to be alone. We're designed to be together and have connections with yes, people yes and so I think um, I think throughout this time regardless of all hate or struggle or division that happened through the pandemic that people saw I think mostly because they were focusing on it you know you focus on that you think oh my gosh everybody is is, is, is hateful <laughs> or everybody that looks like this feels like this or everybody looks like that feels like that and, yeah and I think that was just the stuff that was getting the attention. I personally felt so, you know, because I, I and, and of course, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but, 
you know, it was, it was really amazing. And I'm just going to say my perspective, sure. you know, I would go, you know, I, I like everybody else through the pandemic and the lockdown, but go, go take walks with my family and people that I never talked to in my neighborhood would say, how are y'all doing? Are y'all okay? <laughs> and, and, and a part of it was, I think people just were, they needed somebody to talk to about. It. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and I, um, and so, you know, I think that was, uh, that was really beautiful to see as well. People were so helpful. Uh, my mom, uh, who has lung disease and she has only her, she has half of her lungs because she had lung surgery about a year before the pandemic. Oh. We were very worried about her. Yes. And so my mom called me and she was like, Mijo, I can't go. I think my doctor says I can't go to the grocery store. Uh, because, you know, if she gets, if she had the virus, it would be, she would be considered extremely high risk because yes. of her lung disease and, and her lung capacity. Yes. And so I put on social media and said, guys, my, uh, here's a, I, I need a favor. My mom, she needs toilet paper. She needs a few, a few groceries and she can't not, she cannot go to the grocery store. Uh, would there be anybody that could, that could drop this off at my, at my mom's I'm willing to pay, but you know, she's in San Antonio, I'm in Dallas. Is there anybody that would be willing to help? And I mean, I had a list of people mm -hmm. and my mom had more people that knew <laughs> where I live. They didn't even ask for the address. My mom had more toilet paper, beans and rice, Bless your heart. more ingredients than she would have needed. And yes. I think that's beautiful about the human spirit uh, of humanity. It's very beautiful. And, uh, uh, absolutely. I'm in Florida, and this hurricane, Ian, uh, Ian, that just went through, I mean, I've seen a total attitude change in the last few days. Uh, people are friendly. Um, can we help out? Uh, the outpouring has been wonderful. So out of adversity, being COVID and Ian, it, it's turned a lot of people around. This is what I'm finding. Yes. And it yeah, but that's not that doesn't that doesn't sell on the on the on the media and the news. You know they yep. they're yep. focusing on the looting or they're focusing yep. on the drama with politics. Yep. Yeah, and not seeing. Um, you know, I, I just spoke in Rockport, Texas, last week, mm -hmm. and they had. You know, here you guys are going through the hurricane at the yep. same time. I'm in Rockport, and and they went through Harvey. You know, I mean, it it went right through Rockport. Yeah, and uh, I had a chance to sit down, have lunch, and talk with people in the community about their experience, and they they expressed the same thing. It's devastating. It was hard, but they said it, it brought the community together like they had never seen. Some people they lived there their whole lives, brought community together, and they said there's something strange about a storm. Yeah, it cleans up everything. Yes, <laughs> just like Flowers, the Bible, grass, just like the Bible with plants, the flood, homes and everything. Yeah. Uh, were restored better than after the storm. And I think that's like a great illustration of what happens in people's lives. They say you're either you're either in a storm, you're going into a storm, or, you're, or you've just come out of a storm. Yes. Everybody will have a storm in their life. Mm -hmm. But how, how they take it determines a lot about, what do they say? Your attitude in the midst of a storm will determine how long you'll be there. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. And then I, I also believe that, um, you know, the, the, you know, the lessons that you learn from them will help you as well. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, you know, I think um, my storms were my abandonment of my biological father, uh, the, the 
you know, he shot himself and, and um, we, we lost him. I, I have that story that says, you know, he shot himself, but that bullet hit everybody that he loved. Absolutely, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, devastated. I mean, I was five years old, and I remember I, I had trauma, and I had, and, and people would say, you know, his family would say, you know, you, I don't know why you struggled. You didn't even really know him. <laughs> and then, but but I, I do remember the grieving that they had uh, with him that they that they took out on me. Yes. And I, I would have family members that would just come to me and cry. And hug me, and I and I would I would start to cry because I was scared. I'm like, what the heck's going on? You just little. You were picking picking up the vibe. Yeah, you were picking up the vibe. It's very important to um, be around positive, but it's getting (laughs) a lot more difficult today. Yeah, it is. Yes, and so that was a part of my storm. You know, um, homelessness, and and and, uh, you know, we, me, and my mom were not in a box kicking it down the street or under a bridge, but we we would live family to family, friend to friend, and and eviction and struggle. We moved a lot like that. I, I, I would be I'd be dropped off at a at an aunt's house and stay there for a long time, and um, so I had a lot of inconsistency as a kid, and I think that's actually been something that's helpful to me growing up. Uh, become much of a chameleon uh, um, in a way, you know, and uh, this is not the accent I grew up speaking. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was kind of I'm adaptable to my environments very quickly. Yes. And, uh, and so that, uh, uh, you know, the attitude that you have in that storm will determine how long you'll be there. And I just heard, I, I figured out like, Hey, you adapt. You, you, you become a chameleon and you, you know, you code. You do what you do to survive, and you took a, a positive direction. Um, how did you, how, like, have you taken um, uh, courses? How did you get into motivational speaking? Well, I, I didn't take courses. I, you know, I did, and I didn't take the positive route at, at first. You know, I, I, I was running with guys in the streets in uh, what they called in, uh, you know, uh, gang related activity and sets and and you know breaking in stealing graffiti all that negative fighting i was and then i found a mentor i was in alternative school oh. my principal dr langston williams at east central high school he uh became my mentor he walked me through some gang mediation he walked me through the college process and he helped me find a college and, and helped me get a scholarship a small one but it was enough to get me going and and it took me five years, but I, I became the first my family to go to college, graduate. And, and that, I still didn't have connections because, you know, we say to and through, you know, go to college and graduate. But even then, I, being uh, somebody who, who had, you know, very little opportunity, just because I had a degree didn't mean that now I had opportunity because, you know, I, I was still back at like, well, how do I find a job? I don't, right. I don't, I don't have connections and my family isn't, isn't connected with a certain community or circle to help get me in but he got me in and I was the I was an inclusion specialist and and work with special education behavioral kids at an intermediate school the central school district and this is how I got started I was uh it was red ribbon week and um we had all of our kids in the gym and a speaker didn't show up so oh. my principal said hey come up and buy time because uh, the speaker's running really late. We already have the kids in here. They're going to get restless. I got up on stage, and my natural 
likability, my natural um, winsomeness and and charisma. I'm I'm getting the kids laughing, and we're just we're just having fun. Well, there's there was an ad firm of of two people in the back of the room that came to observe the original speaker. Happened to see me. Wow! Their face <laughs> lit up. They were like, "We have been looking for somebody just like you." Jeez. And 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 I said, "What do you mean?" And 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 they said, "We're working on a tour, and we're looking for a speaker, a guy to open up for astronaut Bernard Harris. He's a great. He's so funny, but he's not like that energy guy. So we want somebody to come in and be like that charisma energy." You know, funny, and then and then and then just tee it up for the astronaut. And how old were you? How old were you then? How old were you? Uh, it was my second year. Uh, I, I was like, you know, of working in education. I was twenty four years old, maybe twenty three, twenty four. Nice. And um, and um, what an opportunity! <laughs> but you know, and, and I tell kids all the time, you know, you'll find. How do you find? They say, how do you find your purpose? I say, when Preparation and destiny have collide. a collision. <laughs> collide. <laughs> when they will collide, and I can't tell you when, I can't tell you how, but when you're when you're prepared and you're at that right moment and destiny just collide. I think it happens a, in a, a number of times in people's lives, but for me it happened that day. And so I didn't go to a class. I didn't go to school. I, I went to the school of hard knocks. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have like an hour, right? I can get up on stage now and, and do two hours and make two hours feel like it was 25 minutes to an audience because <laughs> I've got information. I've got stories and again, it's like a boom, 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 boom. I've in, right? And, and interaction. But um, I, it didn't happen that way. So at first, I had like five minutes of an intro. Of energy, and then a close up. Thank you guys. You guys have been amazing. Hey, we're gonna give out some prizes, and so I was just kind of like a, like a Ryan Seacrest, right? That would just go up there, have a good smile, and pump up the crowd. But then I would, I would pick up on stuff of information, and I'm very. Remember, I said I was a chameleon. Yeah. I'm like a magnet. I'm like a sponge, <laughs> and if I see something that works, not only am I gonna steal it from you. Exactly, and I was your principal at a school. Do a game or an activity. All right, clap three times if you can hear me. If you're listening, say I'm listening. And I, and I would take things like that and and, uh, and and other stuff, and I would just make it my own. And then, but other stuff I hear about bully prevention or drug and alcohol awareness or kindness. And then I'd, I'd apply it to stories in my life. <clears throat> so that five minutes turned into 15 minutes. And then 15 minutes would turn into 30 minutes. And then I, when I had a good 30 minutes on like graduation, on kindness, on drug and alcohol, awareness and prevention, I would take a, a, a rapper with me because I would meet people on the road and they would say, man, I'm a rapper. Hey, hey, would you go with me? And, and I, I'm going to speak, but the moment I feel like I lost the audience, I, I, I'm going to bring you up and rap so you can rap a song and then and then finish that song and I'll come back. Well, sometimes I go somewhere and the rapper couldn't go. And I was so, <laughs> I, I was so scared. I'm like, the rapper can't go. And I tell my wife, what am I going to do? I have to be up there an hour. And Nancy would go, my wife Nancy would say, 
she said, Gabe, nobody's calling us saying, can the rapper and Gabe come? They're just saying, can you come? And I was like, okay, okay. So I went up and I, w- I, would, I would do it. I felt like I was rambling. But the school would say, this was great. <laughs> and I'd say, but man, the kids were talking. Some of the kids were disruptive. And the, the principals would give me feedback and they say, no, you don't understand. They were talking. They may have been disruptive. About but, you. Yeah. Yeah. but the last guy that was here, they walked out on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, I guess I wasn't that bad. So it, it allowed me to kind of polish and get better and better. And, and you know, I think like anything, if, if, whether it's soccer, math, whether it's singing, acting, the, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And and also spending time with other people that were better than me. So I, I'd meet people on the road and I'd and speakers, communicators, and I'd say, Man, can, can I take you out to lunch? I just I just need to meet you. I just need to spend time around you and and, and, and I'd watch them. And and and, and I'm not, I wouldn't rip them off, but there's there's like an attitude or a swagger or a confidence that I'd see with them that I'm saying that's what it takes mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of how it, it got better and better well you've got a phenomenal story this is <laughs> yes this is and congratulations great. on your um then you're starting as you said you've been doing this for quite a while and the 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 mark that you made over there at my daughter's school uh congratulations on that that's such a big uh, achievement for sure. Do you have, do you have um, uh, social media profiles? Do you have a website? Uh, can we uh, get the word out there exactly uh, where you are um, and how people can contact you? Or is that how it works? Yeah, well, um, uh, GabeSalazar.com. And then my Instagram is official Gabe Salazar. Official. And then my TikTok is, is uh, yeah, official Gabe Salazar on TikTok as well. And uh, my Twitter is is just I was lucky to get Gabe Salazar on Twitter, um, and so there's a lot of different ways. You know, it's funny. This last year, there's a guy on TikTok. He had millions of followers, and he died. And his name is Gabe Salazar. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because he's also from the South Side of San Antonio, Texas. Oh no! But but he's like 19 years old. Mm. So last last year, some somebody hears on the news. Internet sensation Gabe Salazar was just you know just died and and uh, so without them hearing the rest of the story, people started calling my mom. They said, "We just heard on the news that Gabe Salazar passed away in a car accident," and my mom was like, "What?" <laughs> so she calls. She's blowing up my phone. I look at my phone. I'm like, "I miss calls from my mom." What the heck is going on? Right? So I call her. What's going on, Nico? What's wrong? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. And then and then on my own social media people are saying RIP RIP and I'm like what? And oh and yeah, and uh so this kid, you know, he passed away. But um so it's funny when people look up my social media now, it doesn't matter how many positive things I've done, uh this other stuff rank outranks me on social media right now. But um uh, you, you, you know, you can you can look me up on on different platforms, and I really enjoy social media. It gives me a chance to follow up with some of the kids, and and they'll post pictures or or or, or ask questions, mm-hmm. and that's always a really good way. And I try to respond as much as I possibly can. That's good. good. That's good. 
I'm going to keep letting Cassie ask the questions, and then after she's done, there's a game that we'll play. It's called Speed Round. All right, let's do it. Uh, what what other projects are you working on? Like, are, have you have you written a book, or are you writing a book? I did write a book. It's called Born on Accident, Living with Purpose. And it just, it's, it's basically, you know, like a testimonial of the things and struggles and challenges. And then it also has uh, a time for response and, and interaction with a, a student to be able to kind of go through it and, and hopefully apply some of the things directly to their lives on a daily basis, almost like a, like a self-help devotional. I, I really enjoy the response on that. It's out of print now, but it is available on audiobook and it is my voice reading it. And uh, it, it's a, it is available through, uh, there's an organization called Yes, Youth Equipped to Succeed, and they are distributing it um, at the start of, actually, here we are in October, so it should be available soon through uh, Just Yes. A, do you have a YouTube channel? No, I have a channel, but I'm, I don't use it as much. Um, you'll see pictures of me or videos of me working on cars. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love hot rods. Hot rods are my uh, side hobby. Oh, okay. And, and and so you'll see some videos and stuff like that. You'll see some stuff of Gabe on the road, of me traveling in schools and speaking, and some other projects that I've done with television development. When we were in LA, that's what we were working on was trying to get a show. And I actually did sign a contract with uh, a major major uh, production company who was uh, airing this show on Disney Plus. Uh, but in 2020, we were supposed to start filming in April of 2020, but in March they canceled it because of oh, the pandemic. Care, care. Yeah, and, and so we're just continuing trying to, uh, um, you know, um, help help families and kids. And so that's uh, we're, we'll just keep keep moving on that. And uh, and so yeah, th- those are the projects that, that I've been working on right now. My podcast is down uh, now. Uh, we were with a, uh, a company. And, uh, and so we, we went ahead and decided to um, transition that and we'll be going independent starting later this fall. Oh, okay. Oh, well, we definitely want you back for that. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. We'd love it, yeah. Yeah, give the show to... Where do you see yourself um, five, ten years from now? In Tahiti or St. Thomas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know... Um, you know, I um, the, the most important things is that I'm really, really working on being the best uh, father, the best husband, the best human being that I possibly can be. And I sense and I really feel um, that because of the values that I, I believe in are based on my faith and my family, that when I'm focused on those things and I put the, the most important things first, uh, that the other things will follow. And yes. so... Right now, I, I um, as much as I will always believe this, follow your dreams, follow your passion, follow your gifting, follow your heart, opportunities, gifting, money, all these things will be chasing after you. So I don't really chase, you know, those things. I, I believe those things are chasing me. I'm just running so fast. It's taking them this much time to catch up. <laughs> oh, I love that. That sounds cool. So, there you go. So that's, you know, that's that's kind of the way I, I, I'm not really knocking on doors. People tell me all the time, oh, my gosh, dude, you should be having meetings with this person or go go meet with this television. But you know what? I, I'm too busy at this high school in in, uh, in Central Texas inspiring kids and helping families. Like, 
I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not chasing uh, yeah. being the absolute best speaker in America. I'm chasing being the best speaker I can be for myself and, and for the kids. I'm not trying to be, yeah. um, uh, you know, this influencer mm-hmm. or they tell me, man, you should be posting every day on topics on social media. Man, I, that's a full-time job. I don't have time oh, to do yeah. that because I'm too busy responding. Yeah, I, I spoke yesterday, and I, I still have not been able to, um, with authenticity, follow back on all of the the stuff on social media. The kids asking me questions from my programs yesterday. Yeah, I just spoke <laughs> to twenty seven hundred kids, and when fifteen twenty of them are like, "Hey, I have a question. Help me with this. Hey, unpack this." Um, you know, to me, that's that's even more beautiful, and and well, all working uh, like that. We're honored that you took the time today. Honestly, yes. This has been, this is great. <laughs> yes. Like I told Cassie, I took a chance reaching out to you. Like, yeah. I'm just, you know, strange, strange reaching out to you, but I couldn't help it because my daughter just couldn't stop raving about your motivational speech over there at, her, at the school. And it truly, it truly touched me as a dad. It's just like, wow, I'm surprised. You know, I'm like, I'm glad that they're doing this because I'm so proud of her. She's over there in JRTC program. She's doing so good. Uh, she earned her first class uh, airman rank. Oh, that's wonderful. So it was that's such so a, wonderful. yeah, we were being blessed for this uh, this school season. I'm very blessed. And um, what was the name of that book again? And I was going to ask you, since you have our address for the email, um, if you yeah. can link us the audio um, website or the link, we can add it to our newsletter so the people can order through you through that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, Born on Accident, Living with Purpose is the title of that. And I'm working on another project soon about uh, Step Up Dads. So um, I'm working on another project there. And so, nice. I, li- I like that. I like that my, um, my daughter has a stepdaughter. Actually, she lost everything in Fort Myers last week. And that word step child, stepfather, whatever. I like step up. That's that's, that's wonderful. Well, I always say somebody stepped up when somebody stepped out. And, that's uh, right. Yeah. Wow. You, so don't, you don't hear that. Step you don't hear that enough. that often. Yeah. I don't think it gives enough honor. No. You know? And it has a bad, uh, I had uh, someone the other day say, well, uh, actually it was my neighbor and she was talking about this is a second marriage and she said you know i went into my uh with my husband we've been together 30 years i was a step she says you know what the connotation is and his three daughters really gave me a hard time so i said well the kids today in 2022 take that a little bit better but my generation if you had a stepdad or if you were a stepkid <laughs> it was like what's wrong with you yeah. yeah. What's wrong with your home and what's yes. wrong with your? Yeah. Um, am I right? That was kind oh, of like yes. a, you were, oh, sure. Yeah, you wanted to hide under a rock. You don't want to admit yeah. none of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, kind of the, the mentality that we had. Cassie, do you have some more questions? Um. What advice would you uh, give to other speakers? Um, and they're someone like younger, newer, um, coming out 
to become a, a motivational speaker. Is there any advice that you would like to give them? Yeah, then you don't have to wait for a big audience to be a motivational speaker. You don't have to wait for an honorarium or a paycheck to inspire. Uh, I think there is a really bad perspective today of success and uh, entrepreneurship in regards to like nobody wants humble or small beginnings anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people ask me, hey, Gabe, what were you getting paid when you first started speaking? I said, nothing. Nothing. Get in front of a classroom or or a youth group or a boys and girls club group and just like be stupid and have fun in front of them. And and then uh, you know I did get opportunities, um, you know, with with uh, like I said with uh, the tours that I was on. But then schools would call me off tour and say, "Hey, can you come and speak at my school?" Uh, Yeah, yeah. You never know where it's going to go. You never know where it's going to go. Well, I didn't know where the school was. I didn't know about grants or or honorariums I, I would just show up and then and then my wife would be like hey did, did you guys agree on a payment or anything i'm like no they said they had like a a, a big dropout rate and, and they need help and, and i would just go and they said hey they had a teen suicide i, I gotta go and then um but that allowed me to really form and get better and better and better and better and um and as they so say I, or it happened organically, and sometimes that's that's for the better. Yes, organic. Malcolm Gladwell, uh, a famous author, writes about the ten thousand hour law. Have you heard of this? No. That nobody's an expert in anything until they put ten thousand hours towards. It. Oh, <laughs> that makes a so, lot of sense. Yeah, and you've got to do it and be willing to struggle and fail and have those challenges and. You know, some people think that it's the standing ovations and the opportunities that I've been at big events that have made me an excellent communicator. And it's not that. It's the bombs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the kids cussing at me. It's the kids that are, you know, you know, all crossing their arms and crossing their eyes. And the challenge. Like, it's like a challenge. Yeah. They, they'd much rather be holding their breath <laughs> than listen to me. Um <laughs> that have made me develop skills and strategies to say, hey, I'm gonna win your heart, man. I'm gonna jump on stage. I'm only gonna be speaking for 45, 50 minutes, but by the end, you're gonna just like, you know, wanna call your mom and, and dad to be, to, for, for me to be on their podcast. So, so to me, uh, I just, I just, um, you know, it's it's if you're listening and you want to be a speaker, um, don't you know? Don't feel like you have you know whether it's nephews and nieces, brothers and sisters. Uh, inspire people everywhere you go, and you'll get better. When you're at the grocery store cashing out, just look at it and say, and, and just just stop and look at them and tell them something really positive. Yeah. And and uh, I don't get I don't get the response. They think I'm joking with them. Like I'll tell them. I hate them. <laughs> You're incredible, and you just did such a great job. And you know, God's gonna bless you in a great way. And just keep smiling, man. You know, sometimes I'll, thank you so much. So that means so much to me. Yeah. And they'll say something back positive to me, or they'll look at me like, you know, are you pranking me right now? Are you like yeah. really? Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> but it doesn't matter, uh, you know. And uh, my kids joke with me that they're like, Dad. Why do you have to talk to people everywhere we go? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how I am. My 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 mom or my um 
my daughter would be the same way if I'm talking to somebody and I'm out in public. They're like, Dad, don't. Don't add them to your podcast. I know you. <laughs> don't do it. I try. You know, I feel like Lois Lane uh, and um, what's his name? Uh, the one that's Clark Kent. And it's just funny because you're out in public. You don't realize you just it's habit. You're like, oh, I've got this podcast. And so my daughter will be next to me and she'll, she'll pull my shirt. She's like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> well, I, I just, you know, I think anybody who's wanting to start, uh, start small and, um, and just, you know, see where it goes. Um, there are things like Toastmasters or other things that you can do to, you know, continue your skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an author, there's a, a speak, speaker named Larry Wingate, and he wrote a book of, um, of how to get rich and stay rich in the speaking business. That's a book that I'd recommend reading uh, because it's really tough. It's it's like tough love. And um, and he says, um, find a, a speech for 10 minutes and give that speech 100 times <laughs> and get so good that you can do that speech hungover with the flu, <laughs> you know, on your deathbed, you get the point, you know, like yeah. you, it, it doesn't matter. If somebody asked you two minutes ago, Hey, can you give that speech? You're ready with that thing. And that thing will turn into 15 minutes. It'll turn into 20, 30, 40 an hour. You get the point. And, uh, but that's, those are recommendations that I would start with with somebody who's wanting to get in. I like that. And what would you, what would be your big important message that you want our listeners and your, um, you know, your, the re- your fans and the, the kids, um, what would be the message that you want them to get from your, uh, motivational speeches? Um, you know, dreaming big. Yeah. I think so many of our kids are wishing. Yeah. Uh, they're wishing that, you know, one day they'll wake up rich. They'll, they'll, they'll be a millionaire. They'll win the lottery. They'll catch Aaron Judge's home run. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they'll just become rich and famous overnight by doing nothing. You know, yeah. I, I, I get, when I ask a crowd of kids, what are your dreams? You know, the one that I still struggle with is, is they'll say, I want to be rich. And I'll mm-hmm. say, okay, great, how? And they'll say, I already have a plan. I'm going to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And, and to them, it means like followers and it just means, you know, the amount of people that are, that are, you know, but I think, and and nothing against, and and I think there's, there's a difference between just saying, I want to be an influencer versus saying, Hey, I want to do makeup tutorials. Right. Right. I want to, I want to do, I want to do YouTube channels on how to change tires and how to do oil changes and how to, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's levity to that, that can, that can grow into something. Yeah. Yeah. Educate. Educate. Yeah. Uh, but what, some kids are just saying, I just want to be famous, mm. but there's, there's no, um, um, I guess, you know, length and endurance in, in something like that. Um, yeah. And be careful what you wish for. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah, overnight success. Yeah. 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 You, you got to pay your dues. You got to pay your dues. Yeah, and and it can leave as fast as as it came. And and they say that so many of these people who who get rich overnight are not get rich, get famous overnight. Then all of a sudden, um, you know, the world forgets about them. 
they have a lot of psychological and and they'll have they'll have emotional breakdowns because of they can't handle yeah yeah Yeah. like that fame whiplash because as much as people love people hate yeah oh yes and and if you haven't built up to that it it can be hard on somebody but i think when you dream because there's nothing wrong with being rich there's nothing wrong with being famous but when you see the journey the steps the plan the process the blueprint i think that's what's really important is uh is that you know having that and and that's best accomplished when you number one write it down you don't go alone and uh you meaning meaning you take mentors leaders guides because people that know you will love you and tell you not only the good things but also that hey you know what you're better than that you know i saw what you did and and you that that wasn't the best version of you and that's okay too or 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 mentors that can say hey you know what i've been on this journey here here's where the pothole is don't yeah. don't, don't do that okay. uh, you're going to be tempted to but don't do that yes uh Stay on track, focus, all those uh, good qualities. It's um, and uh, and a lot they they just get distracted and they're all over the map. There's uh, <laughs> and then thirdly, I'd I'd say along with that would be uh, when when you're on the journey, look back, grab some hands, and take some others with you. Absolutely, yeah. I love that, Cassie. Did you get all your questions you needed? Yes, I sure did. Are we going to go for the speed round now? Yes, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay, we're going to ask, going to ask you um, a few questions. It's going to be six, and just answer from the top of your head. Are you ready? All right. Okay, first one. Uh, three places that you would love to travel. Tahiti, <laughs> Saint Thomas, and Guanajuato, Mexico. I'd, I'd, that's my favorite place in Mexico. Is Guanajuato. Nice. Okay, question two. Um, three uh, TV shows that you have liked for this fall season or three TV shows that you grew up watching? Uh, Cobra Kai. Yes. Westworld. And uh, right now I'm watching, uh, oh my gosh, what's the new Lord of the Rings series? Oh, the Lord great. of the Rings something, uh, Ring of Power. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm watching right now. Nice. Oh, and since you did mention Cobra Kai, there's a little bonus for you tonight. Check out the um, Alaska Alaska Daily on ABC, and it has Hillary Swank that was on one of the original uh, Karate Kid movies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That? It just aired last night, so I definitely would recommend it. It's really good. Well, she's a favorite. She's so good. Yeah. I, um. Yeah, absolutely. She, what was the movie where she played an educator? She played the teacher? Oh, um, I think it's Learning Education, something like that? Yeah, she was a teacher mm-hmm. she, in, in the hood. Yes, and, uh, that was were, good. Yeah. That was a good one, yes. And, speaker, let's go. Um, okay, <laughs> what about three foods that you would never eat? You know what? Uh, three foods that I will never eat. Unfortunately, I'm going to say this in no sense, but... Um, uh, thai food, it's way too spicy for me. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Spicy. I can't handle Thai. Um, um, another food I, I will never eat is... Um, uh, let me see. I, I'm pretty adventurous when it comes to everything else. 
<laughs> oh, okay, nice. Uh, any, any food, any food that moves by itself, I will not eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. What about three foods that you would eat? Foods that I would eat? Yeah, that you that you enjoy. Three foods hey, that you enjoy. Uh, foods that I enjoy. Uh, oh, I love steak. Steak is one of my favorite, yes. you know, things. Yes. And uh, I love uh, crab. Um, okay. Crab and, and then, um, you know, um, one of my favorite, uh, I, I'm going to say uh, enchiladas. I really love, like, Tex-Mex enchiladas. Dude, nice. We're, we're clicking there. You just made a bestie. My mom <laughs> loves to cook all that. Enchiladas and everything else, yeah. Um, margaritas, right? With margaritas. Yeah. Oh, my God. I miss the margaritas. <laughs> I was diagnosed with the book light in my lungs like over three, four years going now. So no alcohol for me, but I'll let Cassie enjoy it for me. <laughs> okay. What a Yes, yes. Okay. Three movies that you've got to watch this year or three movies that you remember growing up. Okay, uh, let me go with let me go with three movies that I remember growing up. Top Gun, <laughs> Three Amigos, and Spaceballs. Oh yes, those are some classics. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah, in, if, I mean, if you know the original Top Gun, if you know Spaceballs, yes. You know, um, uh, Three Amigos, we are friends. We can drive around the nation and then just be in the car. Oh my God! Yes, did you watch the new Top Gun? It's so good. I, I saw it four times opening weekend. Did you no, cry? Did you cry on it? <laughs> I, you know, it was, uh, it was, it, 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 it got me in the feels. Yes. I didn't cry, but man, I was so pumped. I, I, you know, I know, spoiler alert, I, I did think he died. I was like, <gasps> he died. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, I lost it because but, they were so close yeah. together. It was so good. Yeah, but the, that scene when you know Maverick's watching Rooster play the piano, just like. Okay, I lost it on that one too. Yeah, that was emotional because I watched the original yes. one and it's like, oh my god, they really did really good on that movie. That was like every little pinpoint, right there. That was really cool. Okay, so let's see. Oh, if we were to listen to playlists of music, what would be your top five songs that we would hear? Okay. Uh, in fact, I'll open it up right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll show you on my on my the app that I use to listen to music, and I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, one of them is um, there's a song called "Can I Call You Rose" by the Sacred Souls. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's "Ooh Baby Baby" by Linda Ronstadt. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, are we clicking? I don't know if we're clicking here. We're clicking, it's, we're clicking. Uh, Islands in the Stream, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, this is, uh, some people may not like this one, but um, um, almost anything from Jamiroquai. I'd have to hear the song. The it sounds familiar, but yeah. Jamiroquai. Um, look it up. He's really, really great. And um, here's another weird, weird one. Um, oh, I, I was listening to, um, uh, uh, I'm kind of a bears, but, you know, 
Tejano, Tejano's on my list, so I'm just going to stick three Tejano artists that I kind of listen to. Yes, go ahead, yeah. Emilio Navida, Jay Benes, and Laura Canales. Oh, cool. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I still love listening to Selena, so I get you. <laughs> yeah. I love Selena, I love Selena uh, music. Okay. So, do you love karaoke? Yeah. <laughs> Can you sing us something that you like to sing off of your karaoke? Anything. If you just a verse or two. We love to hear it. Right, Cassie? Yeah, you're really putting you're really putting Gabe on the spot here. <laughs> Go ahead. We're, we're, we'll be patient. I'll wing it. I'll wing it. <laughs> you mentioned some hit songs there, and I'm like, you know what? I bet you he's a karaoke fan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, all right. Uh, let me see. Three, two, one. Baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. I said I'd to get you with a fine tooth. Don't. I was something sad. There was something going on. That's when y'all go. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh yes, yes, I love that. I love that. Islands in the stream. That is what yeah. we are. And I can't remember the rest of it, but yeah, I like that. That's my favorite. I love that islands in the stream. That is so cool. You know what? Emotional feels. Kenny Rogers died during the pandemic, and nobody cared. Oh, I did. I cried. I cried because I was around with Kenny when he did that, uh, oh, what was it? The Gambler. And then he also did another one called, uh, oh, the one with all the children. What was that called? That classic movie. Um, I don't know. The one I really like from him is the one that, uh, that's saying, uh, uh, she believes in me. Yes. I never know just what she sees in me. Oh my God, yes, I love that because when he sings that song, I cry. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh my God, well, we've had so much fun and we definitely yeah. want you back. I know we're ready October. We'd love to have you back for November sweeps. And um, Cassie, anything you want to say before we have to let our wonderful guests go? Just uh, do the spelling of your name, and again, where you are, you uh, all the, the social media that you're on. Yeah, it's Gabe Salazar, G-A-B-E-S-A-L-A-Z-A-R, like the Harry Potter character. Oh, and, okay. Uh, Alrighty. Okay. Yeah, it, my Instagram is official Gabe Salazar. My Twitter is Gabe Salazar, and my website is uh, www. Or is it http www. Wonderful. And uh, uh, my techie there, uh, Willie, he's going to put you out there, um, send a nice uh, a photo and uh, all your links, and uh, Willie will do his magic. Yes, and you definitely earn besties between me and Cassie, so with your permission, um, I can give her your information or you verse back and forth, and um, you'll you see. Yeah. You have a lot of soap stories, right? Everything, yes. We cover a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. that, what? Do you watch soaps? So do you watch it? Do you watch soap operas? I know, I know a soap opera star, uh, but I, I, uh, all my children, uh, J.R. Martinez is a good friend of mine. Oh, really? Oh my yeah. goodness! Look at you! Oh my God! I love these, Cassie. 
Our guests always have a surprise for us every time. There you go. Well, whenever you're talking to him, tell him we'd love to have him on our show. Yes, we would love to. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we wish you all the success of your future, um, you know, speeches ahead. And like I said, we definitely want you back in November and just keep us um, up to date. I'm Willie's View PW on Twitter and Willie's View Podcast on Instagram. And Cassie, do you want to give him yours? Yeah, uh, Cassie Jenkins, J A C H E N S, on Facebook. And I'm Barefoot Blonde, Barefoot Blonde 5 on Twitter. Yeah, it's such, such an honor having you, and we want to wish you the best of the week ahead. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful time. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. God bless. Bye bye. Hey. Oh my God. Did you have fun? Did you have fun? <laughs> Did you have fun? That was so much fun. I love I love when our our uh our Q and A's reach so much a surprise. Sometimes just uh off the cuff it is sometimes it works. I'm lo- I'm looking at your text and I said, Oh my god, he wanted me to do this this week. <laughs> we're good, we're good. Everything worked out great. Well I'm glad that we had to interview a awesome motivational speaker. Yeah speech and uh you know that was really cool anything you want to tease before we uh say goodbye do we have any guests that are still coming or are we we're still well, pending I'm, I'm still working on uh, donna patraca and that's uh, it's all costumes and we're getting ready for halloween so uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna work on that to get her uh get her on the show Awesome, awesome. Well, me and Cassie and Nathan all want to congratulate Hillary Swank on her pregnancy, and she's going to be having twins. So congratulations yeah. from all of us. Yeah, for sure. All right, Cassie, you stay safe out there, and we'll keep tabs. Uh, this is Willie. I will catch you on the flip side. And Cassie? Uh, I only have a kitchen because it came with the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to have some new uh, recipes uh, on the next podcast. Yes, definitely. I came across one that I've definitely got to share the next time we we do the podcast. All right, everybody. We're out of here. And what is this today? Are we Thursday, Friday? We're Friday already. Oh, my God. We're Friday. Oh, the day's gone by so The week's gone by so fast. It's a long weekend. It's a long weekend. Yes. Well, everybody have a blessed weekend. You too, Cassie. Bye for now. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, Siri. Play Islands in the Stream by um, Dolly Parton. Fine tooth comb, I was soft inside.